0: This edition of Music Fridays featuring Jacob Jeffries is brought to you by our friends at Lulu's Bait Shack, fresh Florida seafood, gigantic fishbowl drinks, and live music, Lulu's, in Beach Place on A1A, the heart of world-famous Fort Lauderdale Beach. It's the Bill Murphy Show, a daily one-on-one, 30-minute interview between people from all walks of life. Available daily at BillMurphyShow.com. And now, here's your host, Bill Murphy. Murphy for Music Friday. This edition coming at you Friday, July 9th, two thousand and ten, where we bring you um, artists, musicians, songwriters, up and coming, established, all of the above. Every Friday, and it's uh, gaining a lot of momentum. A lot of requests from a lot of music friends of mine to get on the show, and we're gonna, all going to get you. We're going to get you all on in due time. Don't You Worry. Today, big uh, treat for me as I'm a big fan of my guests that I have today. And we've actually, although we've probably met in a couple of situations before, we haven't really been formally introduced before, face to face, I know we know a lot of mutual friends. Jacob Jeffries of the Jacob Jeffries Band is with me, man, and uh, it's good to see you here, buddy. Yeah, Thanks. Yeah, finally. This is cool. Oh, let, been- me, let me take off your uh, performance. uh your, for, hello, perf- hello, hello. Performance hello. reverb there. We, we won't go on the sound stage just yet. We want to get a little bit of dialogue <laughs> out of you first. Big time homegrown show coming out of a, a home and plantation, and you live here and are just touring the world, touring the country, playing your stuff, and just gaining momentum like crazy, man. It's a, you're an inspiration to a lot of us here oh, locally. Thank and thank
1: uh, you. We're trying real, real hard.
0: And you seem to be keeping a real cool head about it all.
1: <laughs> I mean, I you know. It's just getting in your car and driving. There's not a whole lot of tricks about it, you know. Really? There's no smokes and mirrors or that anything. That just
0: sounds too too cool, too relaxed, well, man. Well
1: uh, you know, we just you know, it's you, you book the show, you get in your car, and you drive there and you get there on time and you play. <laughs> and you tr- and you try to make people dance. That's I mean that's wow. not so much behind it.
0: Honestly. All right, so let's start. Let's go back and find out when this all started. Who in the family was musical, where'd you get it from, and when did you realize you had it?
1: I think it just has to be around. It doesn't necessarily have to be... Okay, um,
0: I'll buy that. T- but yeah, it doesn't
1: have to be like the musical expertise, um, as far as the instruments go, and being able to play them all. Um, My sister's here in the studio, and she'll vouch for me and say, you know, neither of our parents played an instrument. Are you serious? And neither of their parents played an instrument. So, I mean, you can go back generations. You know, great-grandparents maybe played piano... Um, I know my great grandmother was an organist, um, but it, it's it, so it all,
0: environment just as much as yeah. well
1: because it wasn't just an environment. It wasn't um, a peripheral thing like oh the music's on the radio, let's turn it up. It was the music was constantly blaring. Okay, you know? it was just um, records being played ad nauseum. You know what I mean? But it never mm-hmm. got an, it never got annoying to us. Um, the Beatles were always on TV radio, in books, in magazines, everywhere we looked. It was so important. Um, it was just such a passion of my mother's. It was a passion of my father's as well. He liked more of the um, uh, like, um, doo duop era, and my mom was just fixated on the 60s and the Woodstock era. So we got a very good um, growing up, we got a very good the surround- taste of it Yeah, all. the yeah.
0: surroundings were there. You're, you're shedding new light on this for me because I really thought that it would, you know, I was a whole, really into the lineage part of it. And so are you saying your parents didn't play instruments, but can they carry a tune? Our
1: dad, um, he, yes.
0: <laughs> Obviously.
1: Debatable, but no, he could, he could sing, but um, our mom can't at all. Wow. Grandparents can't at all. <laughs> our grandma can a little bit, one of our grandmas.
0: Okay, then back to my original question. Yes. When did you realize that you had it? When did you, when was the first time you was, picked up an instrument? It was, like,
1: it was a game of copycat. It was looking at, um, my mom will tell you this. She tells this story all the time. When I was two years old, maybe not even that, she'll say, I walked in with a toy piano. It was a little wooden piano, Fisher-Price or something. I dragged it in to the kitchen where she was washing dishes, and I said, look, Mommy, I can make the piano sing Imagine. And then I played... Like five notes of Imagine, and she was she dropped the dish, and she was, you know, <laughs> what <laughs> my kid just played Imagine, so you know it it was because I just saw it over and over and over, and it was just, I mean, it was like studying without realizing you're studying right. or anything. So.
0: so you're you're kind of uh, you know you're you're proving me wrong a little bit, I guess. There is a lot to be said for your surroundings and your environment and your upbringing and yeah. not necessarily in your blood. But, you know, I, yeah. OK, well, that's that's fascinating on its <laughs> own. Sorry about that. So imagine on the little toy piano was your first uh, recognition it, it of playing like a melody.
1: Five notes. And then I sang, probably sang along with it. And I don't, and she was just like, wow, he's my son's going to be a musician. I, I, I don't know if that was the moment where she realized it, but I just kept going with it. I kept picking up drumsticks and I kept faking i could play guitar and then you know it it all just kind of um happened i don't know
0: um so i so i listen to you when i listen to your stuff there's a lot of um huh. Very, very advanced musical stuff going on. It's not just three chords and five chords and a simple little melody. There's, there's, you know, diminisheds. There's the major sevenths. There's all kinds of very uh, advanced musical stuff going on. Any formal training along the way?
1: I had um, two years, around two years of lessons with an uh, awesome, awesome teacher who ended up through our family. Um, are they engaged or are they just yeah, they're engaged. He's engaged to my cousin now. Okay. Through through everything, but this was when I was like 11 or 12. He taught me everything about chords, just how to build every chord, and um, and there there's so many ways to voice them all. And he taught me a lot of that. Then I had a when I was about 14, 15. I had a mentor, uh, Ryan McCall, who's a very good friend of mine still, who introduced me to those kinds of chords in music. Right. You know the bend folds and the weird dissonance and Beck and all that kind of stuff where there's um, there's there's fun catchable I mean um, sing-alongable type melodies sing-along you know melodies but over these weird chords and, and that's where it kind of met the you know the four chord Beatles.
0: I think you skipped right over something that's very crucial I think I learned how to play chords at an early age but I learned them how to play just basic one three five and I think all my whole life I've been playing them in the same position you learned how to voice them in in different and that's what I try to teach and I'm telling you that's got to be because that expands your horizons beyond belief. You
1: learn them you learn them one three five that's how you learn chords you know for all those music geeks out there that know what we're talking about. You do you do one three five. That's how you learn it. That's how you see it. That's how you hear it. That's how you have to. Do you
0: can it. demonstrate for us if you'd like. You right. Do one three five. Well, that's me. That's me playing yeah. a C chord. But right But then there. you
1: have to you, you have to know how to just move it around a little bit. What you're going to put in the bass. What are you going to you know? Are you going to put it over something else? You know. Yeah. To get somewhere else. It's so, amazing
0: that you play a you can play an F chord, but if you play an F chord with a G bass, it just takes on a whole new. It's Elton John bass. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're exactly right. There you go. So there's a whole new path there. I mean, and knowing how to voice them in all different directions gives you four or five different starting points. And then it's exponential how in the many different directions you can go. I'm a very one-dimensional player. You'll hear me playing chords the same way for three songs in a row. And it gets old after a while, you know?
1: Well... Tom Petty mastered it. So. Right.
0: <laughs> well said, my man. All right. Well, since we are, we have. I'm sure we'll go a little bit over the the allotted 30 minutes. Um, I decided I'm going to put you under the gun and make you play a few songs while you're here. Sure. Um, here's what. Here are the rules. House rules. You you play two songs that you want to showcase and show off, and then the third one I'm going to throw at you from from your repertoire and. Uh, and make you play one by my request.
1: Now what happens if one of the songs I choose Well
0: then we'll, we'll just have to make new rules okay. at that point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So tell us what you're gonna play for us now, and you don't even know, do you? You're just gonna, no, you're just gonna come up with something. Um, What's the latest piece of music you've done that you've kind of gone, wow, all right, that was great. Uh, always, talk about that for a second. When yeah. you're writing, and uh, how many, because I, I have vast experience of starting songs and hating them and throwing them away. Does that happen to you for everyone that's a finished product? Are there, are there ones that just never get finished? Or
1: uh, Yeah, there's constantly um, unfinished business. But, you know, I, I do uh, agree with you and associate with that. There are some songs that you don't feel as comfortable with um, representing you live. Uh, I throw away tons of songs from Setlist and we repeat tons so of songs. So you're always
0: thinking what, what it's going to sound like live when you're playing. Yeah,
1: I'm really conscientious. I, I really want to make the live show sound great. And you don't want
0: to so. be fake. You don't want to have uh, people show yeah. up at a show and find out that, you know, oh, you did it all in the studio, didn't yeah, you? No. Right. Well, that's yeah. awesome. That's very organic and very cool. So my problem is is I'll, I'll write something and get two-thirds of the way through it and go, oh, you know what? That melody sounds exactly like such and such. Those chords sound just like such and such. Yeah. I'm just stealing stuff I've heard before. Yeah. But aren't we all when it comes down to it? Uh, yes. right. Um, it's just who's more clever at it.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, you take, you, you take from everything you pick. What you like and what you love, and um, it, yeah, everybody's plagiarizing, I guess. Yeah, to, sure. ex- to an extent.
0: All right, well, I didn't mean to interrupt your thought of uh coming up with something to play for us here. I so. was
1: <laughs> still thinking, so um,
0: all right, you're gonna take a request from your sister, I guess. I whatever whatever I she know. says, <laughs> you'll play.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: All right, I'm gonna mute. My mic puts you on the soundstage And let you go It's all yours
1: uh, we, just, we just recorded a version of this At my buddy Fernando Perdomo's house So I'm going to play this song here
2: Where did you go when you wanted some Why did you fly when you could have run Hands better wipe them clean. Food's gonna make your fingers green. Hey, stop selling lies. Don't be surprised when nobody buys them. You made a believer. Deceiver I couldn't read Believer out of me If love is what you lack It's what I need I think back to the way it was I let my God down just because. Oh, tell what you can when you want it all. No, no, no. You're sinking ships like a cannonball. You made a believer out of me to see that I couldn't read believe out of me If love is what you lack, is what I need. Well I can't feed the truth to you. I won't be an excuse for you Believe it. You made up believer.
0: Cool. Wow, Jacob Jeffries, and that song is called "Believer." I'm oh,
2: believer. I can leave her. And if that's I uh,
1: some new stuff from a forthcoming uh, yeah, album. Hopefully, yeah, we're just kind of throwing things on the wall and see what sticks. You know what I mean? Kind of right. like just press and record, and um, hopefully they'll all make some kind of product at some point.
0: So you were talking about. Uh, assembling the songs with uh, the live show in mind, and obviously you've got arrangements in your head. Uh, you, I heard you blurt out a little piece of a bass line there, doing yeah. that, right? So you're you've always, you're always thinking about what parts are going on for the rest of the band, and so a, so is a typical um, rehearsal session. Of you telling everybody what their parts well, are, or do you kind of let them do it their way?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like um, I have the idea. And then I have a my best buddy, uh, Jimmy Powers, who um, is a guitar player that plays with me all the time. And he's got some great ideas that we, we usually, I write the song and the foundation is there. The structure is there. Uh, the format is good. And then he kind of comes in and writes his own licks that just kind of stick. And they're just great uh, riffs. And, um, yeah, and the feel's always there. The drummer, uh, everybody has freedom. I have like four drummers that I've been using. For, wow. And they're all such great guys. Um, Nate Mullins, Eric Jackowitz. I know Nate real well. Real good player. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Nate uh, Jackowitz, Papa Bear was my first, Uh and uh, yeah, I've been using them, a bunch of guys. So um, yeah.
0: So it must be even though you've got an idea what the drums are like in your head when you hear a great player like one of these guys. Just put their own feel to it. It yeah. just must bring it to the next level it's for cool, you, man.
1: man. Everybody's got a different. That vibe. is so
0: sweet. And you're just getting started. I don't know if anybody's listening realizes that you're you're just 20 now.
1: Oh, I'm actually I'm an old man. I'm 22.
0: Oh. No, oh, forget it. You're old news now. That's what
1: I feel like. Sometimes. I
0: mean, it's you're still this considered this like uh, child phenom around here. I so. hope I'm
1: always considered a child phenom. Well,
0: that's no. Trust me, man, it goes away real quick. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I st- I'm still living in a dream world. Like I still feel like I'm 25 too. But you know, and I'm still going out and doing the band thing once in a while. But. Uh, It's a little tougher at this age, so enjoy this while you can, man. So a lot of late nights, a lot of uh, you, you, you just know, you seem to get it. As far as how important playing live is, that's what that's the world we live in these days. Yeah. Anybody can get your record. Anybody can download it if they want. You're not going to make the traditional money in the record business like no. you used to. So, getting out, playing the show, selling the merch, turning the fans on, and then having twice as many people show up the next time is what it's all yeah. about for you.
1: And you know, you're making an investment every time you get in your car. You're, there's a lot of expenses and. Um, sometimes you go to a, to a place and you play a show and there's there's three people there, you know, but right. you have to assume that those three people, you got to blow them away so that they go and tell their family and friends. Well, then they
0: feel like the luckiest people in the world because well, they saw great. the show with nobody there. Oh, well, it's yeah.
1: cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and the, the word of mouth, man. It's all about the word of mouth. It's all about the... Building your fan base one person at a time.
0: And speaking of that, you do realize that the only reason you're here is because you have way more Facebook friends than I do, and (laughs) I need to spread this show around. So I figure, hey, I'll get him on the show. He'll turn his friends on to the show, and Uh, who knows? I might get a listener or two out of it. It's a joint effort. Exactly. Let's do this. Yeah, and this is going to become the home base. I'm counting on you to spread the word, too, so we can get some other great musicians that you've been hanging. Actually, I just want to, like, hang out with you for a little while, see the guys you're hanging out with. I want
1: to be your co-host eventually.
0: Well, there you go. It sounds like you already are. The chemistry's already here, man. You know. When
1: I'm in town and we're not on the road, I want to be your coach
0: And I bet, I bet that you could handle playing a little background, uh, you know, talking just... track. You know what I'm saying? And then, when we went over there, you know what I'm saying? We can make it real dramatic and tell stories with piano in the background.
2: <laughs> Things got sour. <laughs>
0: and then, oh yeah. Yeah. that's uh, I, I, I got it. great, great concepts. all right. so we're gonna change the whole concept of the show now and it's gonna be the uh, Bill and uh, Jake actually the Jacob and Bill show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's let's hear another one. one of from you it, am I seeing your whole body of work is um, t- correct me if I'm wrong, you've got a five song EP that you kind of you know shot out of a cannon with and then uh, the full album called Wonderful. And then there's a live recording called, love the title, Waiting Uh, for the Piano Guy. Yeah, Waiting
1: for the Piano Movers. It's a true story. We were waiting. I didn't actually wait, but some people that put on the show had to wait till 4 a.m., I believe, for the piano mover to come and pick up the piano that we used, the Baldwin. Um, (laughs) But it turns out that he was uh, around the corner. In his truck, passed out with a beer bottle in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah, hanging out the window, just drunk off his butt.
0: There you go. And little does he know he was the inspiration for an album title. And that was recorded live where? Uh, Full Sail University. Oh, yeah. So you spent time at Full Sail. What was the deal there?
1: Amazing. They're so good. Um, Sebastian Chris, my producer and uh, uh, part of my management team, is um, an alum from Full Sail University and went back there um fourteen Grammys later I think. Nice. <laughs> and um he said, Hey, you know, I got an idea. You guys have never really involved the three kind of major audio, um, visual, lighting, stage performance, all those like all their classes yeah, combined. All their yeah. big majors, they'd never involved them all in one project. So Sebastian had the idea of putting us on a stage, uh, filming it. So you
0: would think that would be like an end of a semester, right. like, the, like the, the school musical equivalent. It worked out you know?
1: so well. And it was, you know, all the <clears throat> the heads of each department getting together. It would, And we felt like, you know, this should be happening all the time. We were the guinea pigs for something that hopefully will happen more often. Awesome. Yeah. And it was just, it was amazing experience. So
0: obviously they had all the gear set up, so you recorded multi-track and huge. it was all just ready to go. We had
1: a huge stage. We had a There was a truck, a semi-truck with a Pro Tools rig in it. Um, 24 channels, something like that, and we just ran everything into the rig, um, there was a front of house engineer, big lighting designer, wow. we had seven cameras, a couple rigs, um, uh, cranes Oh, and so you have a DVD of stuff. this and everything too? Yeah, it's not out yet actually
0: Wow, that's, uh, that's exciting man Yeah,
1: but um, soon, hopefully I went.
0: I took a trip up to Full Sail a few years ago to see what it was all about, when I was um, in, in like MIDI confusion land, when I was first kind of figuring out how to work MIDI and so, but it was fascinating to go through all the rooms and see what they had. And
1: I mean, their main their their objective is hands on, just like you know, it's a great school, man. You
0: gotta feel a little. You gotta wonder though, and I don't want to go off in too much of a tangent about about recording school, but with all those people graduating, all those incredibly talented people coming out at the same time, it's just not enough studios to put them in. You know, I mean, yeah. But I mean, obviously, they live in a day and age where like they can where do are, it. Yeah. yeah, they can do it on their own. Yeah. So. You know, And that's what we're, you know, this is kind of what this show is about. I'm trying to be a model for anyone out there who wants to do anything on their own from from startup. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got a fan base. You've got your your Facebook friends, your your little network of people. Anything you want to do, just announce it to the world. Because you know what? If everybody did that for everybody, you know, if when I see something that one of my friends is doing, I'll kind of spread it around for them. So if everybody, you know, pats each other on the back, as long as you're digging something somebody's doing, help spread the word, and yeah. then we can become a grassroots, you know, culture again. Yeah. All right, more music, less chatter. I think after hearing that one tune, people don't even want to hear us talking anymore. I, I want to do a little bit more about your history. You, you, did you grow up down
1: here? Yep. Um, born in Plantation. Wow, born in Plantation. Yep, hospital right around the corner. Um, lived in right outside of Weston from most of my childhood, and then I moved back to Plantation a couple of years ago. Yep, South and Florida. And see,
0: you, with you becoming the musical hero that you're becoming, this is great. You're putting plantation on the map. This oh. is great for engineers that that are in plantation because now everybody's like – going to flock down here to, to try to hit the business, <laughs> hit it big in the business. Uh, yeah.
1: It's not the mecca, but it's... <laughs> it's uh, getting there, man. You're the
0: start of that. Let's see. We'll, we'll turn it into another Seattle or Nashville, you know what I mean? All right, play us something else from... Uh, from uh, there's a, You have a couple of very recognizable tunes that I'm sure your fans that are listening right now would love to hear, because I'm going to throw a semi-obscure one at you. All right, I'll
1: play... Uh, this is the title track then, right?
2: Off the second CD. All righty. My days are numbered by the thoughts I left behind And where do I go from here Where do I go from here Everybody's changing and I feel so left out by The sound of you changing too From here it should be can't go back without the pieces intact, oh yeah Whoa Is your life just wonderful So far from the truth Well that's easy to see right through you And smile I'll just smile I'll be behind you Picking up the change every single job It's something we can't all know To help us out From here it should be clear We can't go back without the pieces intact Oh yeah whoa isn't life just wonderful you're all i want but you're all i need Oh, oh, oh isn't it so obvious if we try to I can oh and things looking all just like we planned why should I care oh changing and I feel so left out by the sound of you changing too. From here it should be clear, we can't go back without the pieces intact, oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh. is your life just But isn't it so obvious if we try to read this?
0: That is obviously Wonderful, the title track from the Jacob Jeffries record called Wonderful. Fantastic, man.
2: Wonderful.
0: This is a really, really cool thing. So that is one of the showstoppers that comes later on in the uh, show? Yeah, I don't know
1: why. I mean, I usually don't like to do the same thing every time. I'm kind of a spontaneous, um, non-regimented kind of guy, but we, we end every show with that. And um, no one's made fun of me for it yet. I'm sure people do behind my back. Eh, I right, was gonna end with "Wonderful" again. <laughs> <laughs> but so,
0: but you do change it up every night so that the the diehard fans that go and see every show they get they get a little bit of a surprise every people, night.
2: um, yeah, uh, sometimes, man. We we people
1: like uh, we played the other day. Um, what was it last weekend down on South Beach? And the, you know, pe- this girl yelled out "Wonderful," I'm like you know, you gotta wait for that. Like right, you gotta wait till the end. So, you hang around, you get people to hang around. I'm sure she
0: had no problem waiting around for that. It's
1: our version of that thing you do. Oh, right, (laughs) right, exactly. (laughs) Nice.
0: Like modern pop culture reference there. So, um,. Oh, uh, there was a, a very, very interesting question I was just going to ask, and I just forgot. Oh, there's um, you you've got a number of shows coming up here pretty soon. I know that's it's July 9th is the show now, and obviously the even though people might be listening to this weeks later, what's on the agenda for the next uh, few weeks or so? We
1: leave on uh, we leave Monday uh, for a show on the fourteenth in Seaside, Florida, and then we uh, continue the tour the twentieth through um, the thirty first all the way up to Wisconsin. We're playing Cincinnati, Wisconsin, Chicago, Memphis, Nashville. I'm missing Charleston. And then we ended in Orlando. Um, and then we go back out and do some Florida, uh, Mississippi kind of dates in August. So nice. yeah, if you just keeping an eye on the calendar, you'll you'll know. So you're you, what, about 80, 100 shows a year now
0: you're doing it the last couple of years. Yeah, Is that, that what it's coming s- out to? Something yeah, ma- like that?
1: Makes sense. Maybe a little less. I mean, let's see. You do like... We do, we do, like, um, yeah, because we've been touring a lot, January so you're right. Five
0: or six gigs a month on an average or something. Yeah, but we toured
1: all of April. We were gone um, January. But April. you got to have some time off here and there. Yeah, yeah we, we took off February and March, and we went out April, and then we did May. and then So, yeah, we're traveling a lot more. Um, this year's been great for that purpose. You know? And
0: you love it. You don't mind the traveling? Oh, it, dude, yet?
1: it's great. It's a It's a... Vacation with your job in between every yeah. so often. So
0: very, very cool, and it's a
1: fun job too. So.
0: There's nothing. There's nothing more fun. I just remembered the question I was going to ask earlier. Do you ever incorporate any covers into your shows oh, for the fun of it?
1: Yeah, we do actually. Um. They're usually, I'm the wrong kind of cover guy because they're usually obscure songs that. Oh, that's no one what makes knows. it fun. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's what's fun for us, but not so fun oh, for Oh, stuff us. that no one knows. Okay, which oh, I love to do with my band too. Yeah, I mean. You and know, we just
1: tell people that they're our
0: own songs. Yeah,
1: we do a lot of Wilco songs there you and go. Um, uh, some weird John Mayer tunes, I guess. I mean, a lot of people know John. Um, nice. What do we do? Jonathan Rice. He's a folk singer. Um, we do some, some, you know, no Leonard Skinner, no. Uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Not, not
0: that that there's anything wrong with Leonard Skinnerd or anything. But
1: no, but <laughs> just not <laughs>
0: not at all. Not not one bit. We uh, only have a few more minutes. It's Jacob Jeffries on Music Friday, and man, I really appreciate you bringing this show to the next level, man. This is uh, a treat. I know this is one I'll be listening back to uh, many times. Now your fans have more live versions of your songs that they can uh, yeah hopefully pilfer off of the internet.
1: There's the word of the day.
0: There you go. So, and on that note, um. I was doing some listening, refreshing, and uh, just that I I wanted to just make sure that I was well-versed in the, in the songs and what album, what songs came from. And the one I kept going back to that, I, that really stuck out to me. Now, just because it was the first one, I don't know necessarily means it was your first real song, but I think it was the first song on your five-song EP called Life as an Extra. Oh, my. Which I loved, loved, loved that tune, and I was thinking, what a great, intimate, cool song for you to play live. And you're looking at me like I don't know.
1: <sighs> yeah. Uh, is it just
0: because this one that you don't play that much, or yeah,
1: because you know it's just me. Well, dude, I
0: mean, it's your call. I don't want to put you on the up to this on the spot, but uh,
1: uh, it's, I love challenges. But, all um, right,
0: well then, then go for it.
1: Let me see something.
0: Yeah, you can. You know, warm up, figure out what, uh, how you want to do it, and. It's your show, bro. And then, and you know what? It's my show. Be- and so, it's nobody's putting the rule on me that I got to yeah. stop the show at a certain time anyway. So, all uh, right. Well, you know. Yeah. There's a There's an amazing chord change in that song that was just, that was getting me every time. And, um, Dang it! Very, very. No, you know you don't have to do it. Anybody that wants to hear it, they can just get it at iTunes. And um, that was that chord change that I love so much. (laughs) Well, now that we've heard the whole thing, (laughs) fragmented, where did you come up with the inspiration for that song?
1: Um, I think it was a combination of two things. I was um in my first real relationship, you know, in high school, and you know uh, that's not
0: really a real
1: relationship.
0: It felt real. All right, <laughs> you, got a,
1: you got a lot ahead
0: of you there, brother. I, I'm I know. just saying.
1: I know that's what people tell me. <laughs> I'm a sensitive soul.
0: I understand. No, but um but about 15 years from now you're going to go, you know what? He was right, and so was yeah. everybody else.
1: <laughs> well, it felt real and it okay, was well, that's it a... was real enough to uh, provoke these these songs apparently. But um so I thought, you know, I was like you know, this this girl, the thought, uh, life is an extra, the, the term, actually was probably Dan Warner, my producer. Love Dan. You know. I yeah. love Dan. Big um,
0: kiss, Dan. I know you're listening.
1: <laughs> he, um, I think he said that something along those lines, like, look, dude, you don't want to live your life as an extra. You're a front man. You're, you're a songwriter. You're a performer. Something along those lines, encouraging words and something like that. So the, the phrase, life is an extra, I'm like, that's amazing why isn't there a movie about it? Right. Why isn't that it's a great title for something? Um, and then I just wrote the song about, um, probably about how I was feeling about that girl at that point. So. Okay. but um,
0: So you wanted to be more prominent instead of just a little... A yeah, little. and then it's more of an
1: encouraging, it's just an encouraging thing. Like, go out there and don't be the extra, you know, I'm telling this person, whoever's listening, whoever the song's about, you know, just don't be the background, don't live in the shadows, just get out there and... Get what you want. You Very know?
0: good. You know you're wise beyond your years. I'm sure people have told you that before. But, I've uh, heard it before. I don't
1: believe
0: you're an old soul. Everybody's I lying to me. That's where all that sensitivity comes from. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to do life as an extra, are you? I'm going <laughs> to. How about just one verse? I'll and try then, it. And Just we... you know, and this is cool because maybe if you know we see the, the the author of the song, you know, trying to dig it up, we may even appreciate how complicated and uh, difficult it is. Maybe. You know. <laughs> Because you you know, you know, musicians on your level—they make things look so easy—and that's I'm I'm sure, you know, in your case, it was like when you were younger and you saw the stuff being done. You saw John Lennon performing; they made it look so easy that you thought, "Hey, I could do that too." You know, I'll never
1: forget, man. I thought I could play guitar, and I was just doing this, like just like slapping the strings on random frets. And I remember my jerk of an old uncle I remember um he was <laughs> my, not nice no he I, we don't know him he did drugs and he lives in a jail somewhere <laughs> but uh he, you he, know what um, it
0: all comes out on the bill murphy show people yeah. just feel compelled to just let stuff out like that my,
1: my dad's sister's ex-husband said to me i'll never forget this i was sitting <laughs> and showing him like look uncle randy i can play guitar and i remember this in my old house in, um out by Weston and, and he goes you're not doing anything you're just slapping the frets you're just slapping the neck he's not even playing Laura he's not even really playing guitar he thinks he's playing guitar wow and, yeah I just remember he made me feel like
0: crap so he shot you down but that ended up being an inspiration to, exactly to get you
1: know better. I just I just you know I thought it, it looked easy so I thought I was doing it but I was doing it wrong right um but you learn you, you grow up and you, you learn from the experience and you learn what they're doing on stage like what is he doing right now? He's not just fooling around and throwing his fingers wherever they look pretty, you know? Right. He's playing notes. Let's dissect it. Let's find out what notes he's playing. So
0: aside from John Lennon and the Beatles, who are, who are your other two or three biggest ins- influences over your life?
1: Um, so far. I'd have to say Ben Folds is, oh. a, is a huge and influence. Did you know
0: uh, uh, Will Owsley wrote with him? Are you familiar with Will? From and the just, band Owsley? Just passed away, yeah.
1: Wait, from Owsley, yeah,
0: Owsley, Will I didn't Owsley. No, he passed away. No, unfortunately, tragically, about uh, two months ago. But he was co-writing with Ben Folds, mm. it was also Amy Grant and uh Shania Twain's um guitarist and their live shows and stuff. But wow. one of my biggest heroes, I love the guy, I'm a huge fan of him. And he and didn't realize until after I, he had passed away and I was reading all the articles that he had worked with Ben, and I was like, no wonder. And as, as soon as I right. heard that, I was like, oh, you know, I know the similarities right away, so right, yeah, and and you know, you do, you're, you, I do hear a little bit of Ben Folds and your stuff. And if anybody that's listening isn't familiar with Ben Folds 5 or Ben Folds, it's amazing stuff.
1: Well, he's just, he made the piano his. And, and I think that that's what I try to do. Well, it's just yeah. very
0: smart music, too. You mm. know, it's very, there's a lot of, uh, intelligence there. It's not just like, hey, baby, hey, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and tough I, to
1: grab people with that, um, aspect. You know what I mean? Uh, right. With that being your your medium your, your yeah. intelligence like it's hard to grab people with that and be like listen I got something smart to show you a lot of people are into um, you know just repeating chord patterns and very right. ca- catchy melodies and stuff like that so he did that well too sure did he kind of you know he melded
0: uh and people that don't do it well i mean that can be painful to listen to yeah. you know but i yeah. mean and so when you come across a guy like that so another so let's just to make the nice little uh contrast who would be another besides Ben Folds
1: well, I guess, you know, um I love Tom Petty. I love the fact that he did simple stuff in the in the you know, in the opposite end of the spectrum, um you know, there's these kind of chords and like weird <laughs> weird chords like that, but then there's Tom Petty's tune. You know, right. You know, and he made great melodies over them and so and I don't know, it's just about pulling pulling the the fine the
0: best things out yeah, of everything exactly right and then Tom did that because there was a little bit of country and everything a little bit of bluegrass and stuff he did and, I'm listening to and, everything and now. rock yeah. yeah
1: I'm listening to all that stuff now so
0: well that's good that should make for a lot of variety in albums to come so yeah all right so you've been, have you gone through life as an extra no. in, your, over, in your head now? no I haven't but let's, while we were well, talking I figured you were multitasking there, no right? I'm not that smart <laughs> 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 all right well here's here we go I'm gonna oh, put him yeah. on the spot I'm I'm gonna duck out of here and, uh, and you you know take up as much dead air as you want and here is hopefully life as an extra by Jacob Jeffries.
2: I'll set the stage for you, dim the lights for you, but you, you have to speak. And when this conversation ends, your voice could echo round the bend and follow me home. Contemplated every line With thoughts pent up in your head all the time You wish you said what you might have said while you live Your life as an extra So pull some focus please Steal the show if you need, I beg of you to speak. This won't be syndicated, and talking was never overrated. I don't want to fight you to have this conversation. You contemplated every line with thoughts bent up in your head all the time. You wish you said what you might have said while you lived. Your life as an extra You wish you said, wish you might have said while you live Your life as an extra Never going anywhere Fast And put nothing into everything you shake my point of you
1: I don't want you to
2: be a harmless bug and fly that lie on the rug we walk on every day to get to the point you shouldn't have to make the choice between speaking or not your delicate voice should never ever be ignored you contemplated every line with thoughts bent up in your head all the time Wish you said what you might have said while you live, your life as an extra. You wish you said what you might have said while you live, your life as an extra. You wish you said what you never did while you live, your life as an extra. There,
0: that wasn't so difficult. No, huh? it was fun. And it's cool. I, I we don't get the visual on the show, but to watch you kind of pull that up, it, it <laughs> you know, it reminds me I you, sometimes when that happens, it's right on the last beat before the next measure that it, that it occurs to you, right? You're yeah, going, I
1: feel like you're seeing into my brain right now. Right, you <laughs> like know. that's exactly No, I know exactly such how a scary that
0: feels. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I, I I hate to even use the comparison of like my cover band playing and the guys going, "Let's do such and such." And I go, we haven't, I haven't done that in 3 years." Let me think. Real, soon. I don't have any idea what the second verse is, but go ahead and play it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, right before that second verse starts on the seven, is when it the, yeah, the lyric comes, comes to me. To, yeah, wow, it's amazing. That is just such a treat, man. It's beautiful. It, it's awesome to hear these intimate versions of that song. Actually, and that song is that complete arrangement is just like that, right? Just you and piano.
1: Yeah, we added some um, very Cellos subtle, yeah, subtle strings, but. Um, yeah, that's the, that was the idea, just to make it a really acoustic sounding. Uh,
0: How much producing are you doing in the studio? Or are you just putting it in the hands of the of the guys? Yeah,
1: I don't. You know, I wish I knew a lot about the gear uh, end of it. I, you
0: know what? You don't, because it can become a distraction. You know, yeah, you don't need to know. That's a good
1: point. I, I do like to have uh, a say, and I hear things a certain way, and I like to speak my mind in the studio, and then I just let them. Um, kind of be the engineers of it all. Right, and as
0: long as you have engineers that, you know, you can speak to them in a language, they can say, you know, I want this to sound more like blah, 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 and then five seconds later, they've got it sounding like that.
1: Yeah, you know what I love about my my parents' passion and everything, and what I'm really lucky and grateful about, uh, or to have, is the um, knowledge of music to reference. Um, When you're in the studio... It's like a different language. It's like let's do it like um, like Paul and Linda did on the end of Ram. Right. They, right. You know, like, I want
0: the snare drum to sound like uh, uh, Limelight by yeah, Rush. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. We had like we. I think we exa- said that same thing, but with uh, <laughs> Mick Fleetwood and Rumours, we wanted to sound right. just like Mick Fleetwood. So when you when you have that knowledge, it's just an incredible. I don't know tool, everybody uses you know? the references yeah. my, my
0: favorite is it sounds like so and so meets so and so those are great the right, comparisons exactly They're Like Ben Folds meets uh, uh, Jeff Buckley
1: and everybody everybody references but I'm I'm, I'm right. glad that my parents taught me did how to did you
0: catch that one that's my uh, Ben Jacob, Folds meets Jef- Jeff Buckley yeah that's my ja- Jacob oh, those Jeffries are two thing huge
1: inspirations.
0: Right awesome that's fantastic stuff man and uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know what to tell you man it has been a real treat and uh, I'm telling you you've, you've added some prestige to this show I want you to come back and do it again be a co-host I'll maybe you know what I really would like to do is uh, we'll set up a uh, you know a V drum kit downstairs, bring your whole band over, get some nice virtual sounds going, and maybe have the whole band perform. You know because uh, you know you you need those guys. You know
1: what? If anything, we'll bang on a box up here and we'll uh, do some kind of a jamboree type acoustic. Sounds fantastic, set. man. Jacob yeah. Jeffries
0: band. Look them up. You're. Websites and stuff like that it was jacobjeffriesband.com. Everything
1: or? is just Jacob. Google it, uh, YouTube it. Everything's Jacob Jeffries Band.
0: That's awesome that yep. it's not just Jacob Jeffries, too, because you're really, really, you know, like given, I said, giving the band the credit that's due, right? Yep, exactly. Awesome stuff. So tune in again next Friday for another edition of Music Fridays. I don't know how we're going to top this one, but <laughs> my thanks again to Jacob Jeffries for coming out and uh, having this uh, intimate moment with us. Hey, I forgot to thank our sponsor, Lulu's Bait Shack. Fresh Florida seafood or gigantic fishbowl drinks. I should use my glasses when I read this. And live music. Lulu's at Beach Place on A1A, the heart of world-famous Fort Lauderdale Beach. Have a great weekend, everybody. Jacob's show will stay up on here all weekend, and we'll have another compelling guest for you on Monday right here. BillMurphyShow.com. Log on each weekday for another edition of the Bill Murphy Show at BillMurphyShow.com. If you'd like to be a guest, send an email to murph at billmurphyshow.com. That's M-U-R-P-H at billmurphyshow.com. A Murphonics Media Production.